to another episode of Do You Know What I Mean? My name is Brett Holcomb, and I, I first have to say thank you to everybody that has reached out to me that got to hear episode one and why I started doing this. So thank you so much. I really appreciate the support, and uh, I, I hope you continue to listen to this. This is, this is what this is for. This is me opening up my heart and um, I think I mentioned last week this is my therapy and um, I want to continue to do this because I think it's doing me some justice and again I hope it does some justice for you and um, I'm just looking forward to it but anyway um, last week we talked about or I talked about you know, unfinished business. I'm actually sitting in something that's unfinished business. Uh, this uh, one of the bedrooms in our house, uh, I, I turned into a, a studio for myself because I still do a lot of audio work. And, uh, I do another radio show with a good friend of mine named Mark Rooney. We could do a, a '90s and 2000s dance throwback show, and I get to host that. And so I built this studio, and the one thing I didn't get was a chair. So I was using one of the bar stools from the um, our kitchen, and uh, it's been in here for several years now. And I kept saying, "I, I got to get a, got to get a chair," and I finally did it. So uh, with uh, some gift cards I got for Christmas, I, I went out and got this nice, comfy chair. I'm really excited about it, and uh, I'm using it for the show. So uh, unfinished business, I took care of something. So I think that's a positive. So. Uh, I'll have to put it out on social media picture of the chair. I really like it. So it's nice and comfy and it's, it's going to get a lot of use. Um, you know, I was thinking about what to talk about this week. And there was a lot of things going through my head. You know, the first thing was, uh, you know, as an Eagles fan, do I, do I talk about um, how deplorable the team is going to do? Well, that might be something down the line. I, not really hitting home for me um do i talk about the price of gas i don't know maybe maybe that's another thing to talk about down the line but there was something that happened to me my, my daughter that I, I it's been weighing on me and it's been weighing on me for a couple weeks now and it was something that actually happened that actually made national news here in Ocala. Um, December 23rd, um, I am notorious, and I think a lot of people are, are waiting to the last minute to go Christmas shopping. And I've been doing it for years. Uh, as long as I've been going, able to get in a car and go out and shop, that's probably what I've done. And You know, in my college years, I used to go with a couple of my buddies, and it was like uh, our annual trip to the to the mall to go um, Christmas shopping for you know the people we were dating at the time or um, you know friends and family and things like that so um, you know it was one of those things As a matter of fact you know one of those times years ago uh, they, my buddies were in cahoots with my mother uh, my, my girlfriend at the time uh, that we went out shopping and um, I come back and they were throwing a 
surprise birthday party for me for my 24th birthday. So. But needless to say, it's something that I've done for years. So, you know, every year I take my daughter out shopping to go get something for for her to give to my wife. And also maybe to pick up a couple of things for my wife that, for me, um, you know, was some input from my daughter. So it was, uh, you know, daddy-daughter day going out. And uh, we hit a couple stores, and then we get over to the, the Paddock Mall. And the first thing that was coming into my head when I got to the mall was, I was kind of excited. Now, if you asked me this 15 years ago, I'd be like, oh boy, this is going to be brutal. But there were a lot of cars in a parking lot at the mall. And, you know, if you look in the, in the newspaper and you, you know, watch the news and everybody's like, you know, the malls are disappearing. People don't want to shop. They want to do everything online. And, you know, when I, I grew up in Delran, you had the Morristown Mall, you had the Cherry Hole Mall, and at one point you had the Burlington Mall, King of Prussia Mall. But, like, going to the mall was cool. Like, that's where you went. And, you know, especially at Christmas time, that's, that's where you went to do your shopping. And, you know, I, I miss doing those days and, and just going out and, you know, hit, hit the food court with your buddies and getting those gifts so I saw this and I was like wow this is kind of cool it's kind of like a throwback so my daughter and I go into the mall found a couple things for my wife we're still not done yet we leave we go to Target and uh, I ran into one of a friend of mine who's actually one of the parents at the school I, I work at and like we saw them in another store before that. We were just talking and all that kind of like we were following each other. And then get done at Target, get in the car. I get back on the main drag here in Ocala and traffic's backed up. And then I hear sirens. There's got to be an accident. Okay, this one traffic like there's notorious for having accidents. And then I hear ambulances. I'm like, this is going to be a big accident. All right. Let's take a detour. Let's go the back way to get home. I actually text the, fr the friend I saw at the at Target and said, hey, by the way, don't go. If you're going up 200, stay away from it. Looks like there might be an accident or some sort. So I'm going the back way. I'm going to come out in the, another road. And I hear more sirens. Like, what the heck is going on? This has got to be something crazy. And that road's backed up. Okay. Let me see if I can go another way. I'm going to pull over. Maybe there's something going on. Then I hear helicopters. All right. something there's gonna be a fire just some something it's it's not right i pulled the car over into the parking lot because i can't move anywhere 
and go on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it right now. Active shooter at the Paddock Mall. Wait, we were just there. There's a lot of people there. First thing I do is I call my wife and say, hey, by the way, just want to let you know, we're in a car. Traffic is blocked. It may take us a little bit of time. There's a shooter at the, the mall. And of course, she's like, you're not there. Are you? And I said, no, we were there. I text another one of my friends that I actually work with him and his wife and say, hey, by the way, I don't know if your kids are out, but this is what's going on. Stay away from the mall. Well, thank God they weren't even in town, but it was my first thing. It was my, my entire first inkling is letting people know, hey, stay away from this area. Finally get home, get a big hug from my wife. She's paranoid. My daughter's okay. I'm okay. I'm just like trying to figure out what's going on. I'm going on social media, trying to find going on the news and all this kind of stuff's going on. And nothing's hit yet in my mind. They say where it happened. I'm like, man, we were just there. Still hasn't hit. A couple of days later, I saw a video from an individual there of what was, you know, what transpired at the exact same time. And it was utter chaos. And then it hit. If we didn't leave when we did. We could have been involved with that. One man died. Another woman was injured. My daughter was with me. That could have been her. Or that could have been me. Or that could have been both of us. And then start sinking it. I've never been in my entire life that close to being something like that. I don't ever want to be in close to that ever again. And why is that happening? I'm thinking, you know, this is holiday season. Depending upon what religion you are, Christian, Jewish. Yeah, you celebrate Kwanzaa. This is supposed to be a time to reflect on yourself and, you know, be with the ones you love and, and cherish those times and be thankful. And there was a shooting in a mall.
and it stuck in my head and I, I've gone through so many different levels of anger pain sadness because of this because again my my 11 year old daughter is with me and what would I do if something happened to her or something happened to me and how that affect my family that doesn't sit right with me at all now I'll be the first one to tell you that I believe in the second amendment you want to own a gun I'm okay with that I'm okay with that as long as you get background checked I'm okay if you're going to go use that you want to go hunt during hunting season I'm okay with that you want to use a shotgun for that I'm okay with that you want to use a, a handgun for that I don't see many people using a handgun for that but okay I'm okay with you having it at your house but what's going on in our country with, with guns isn't right and both sides are wrong on this because everything we've done up to this point hasn't worked and that sucks because it's not helping anybody it's hindering is it mental issues? yes is it crime? yes But we got to be better as a society. You know, down in Florida, you can carry a gun with you. And I thought about that. And I said, if you're carrying a gun, and I'm thinking, because there's a lot of people down here in Florida that are carrying it. You, you know that. But then you look at the video from the mall and everybody's argument about, well, carrying is so that we can protect from the, the, from the bad guys. I didn't see anybody protecting anybody. I saw a lot of people running for their lives. Because they're scared. I'd be scared too. I'm grateful I wasn't there. Carrying a gun around with you 
and not properly being trained, not just how to shoot a gun or how to hold a gun, but the mental part of it. That's That's the kicker. If you've never been in a combat situation, say in the military, you've probably never been, you know, had a gun pointed at you or at your head or or something like that. Because I know I haven't, and I hope I never do. Because I don't know what I'm going to do. And I think 90% of the people that have guns don't know what they're going to do either. They're going to talk a big game that, yeah, I'm going to defend myself and blah, blah, blah. I I just don't see that. And what I saw from that video kind of proved that point. But we need to do better as a society. This isn't be the wild, wild west where everybody's packing heat. You know, I I know my parents, you know, when when I was younger, you know, going through their minds was trying to make things better for their kids. And I'm doing the same thing. My wife and I are doing the same thing for our daughter. And I know most of my friends are doing the same thing for their kids, and I'm trying to do it for their kids as well. And my, my daughter's friends and things like that. I want to make sure that society's better for them than it was for me. But right now, it's not. Because we can't come together and solve an issue. I don't know why it's so hard to come together and say, okay, this hasn't worked. How can we fix this? And not blame each other, but sit down and have a conversation. That's our problem. Now, this this shooting at the mall, this guy was targeted because he had they had beef with one another. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it wrong. But at the end of the day, we still need to be better as a society. You know, the the high school I went to, you know, there was a disagreement with two people at school. There, You know, there was a fight after school. So you wouldn't get in trouble. You know, be out in the woods or something like that. You know, and and there was always some. You know, they they would name it like a like a big fight, like a um, Muhammad Ali. You know, uh, fight. 
you know, I, I remember one was called uh, Tussle in the Trees, and it was like Tussle in the Trees 2. But that's, that's how you, not, and I'm not saying that's the right way either. It's a little better, but it's better than killing somebody. And then it took him two weeks to get this guy. And it still goes to my mind that I was there with my daughter. You know, of everything I've accomplished in my life, I've done in my life. My greatest accomplishment is being a dad. And every year on my daughter's birthday, I always thank my wife for helping give us this gift. Because my daughter's changed my life. She's made me a better person. My wife's made me a better person. But I, I, I look at my daughter every day and I, I thank the man upstairs for her. Every day. I don't care if I've yelled at her three or four times. I Thank the guy upstairs. And to think back on the 23rd, what could have happened? Just eats at me. Because there's times I don't even want to go out in public because of things like this. And I'm one that doesn't want to stay in fear. But it's it's becoming too common. And it goes back to are we making this place a better place for our kids and the next generation. And I don't know. I'm trying to, and I know my wife's trying to. And I know a lot of you out there are trying to do the same thing. But we got to come together on this and solve the problem. Again, I, I, Second Amendment, I'm all for it. To an extent. Do you need a background check? Absolutely. Does it be, has to be thorough? Absolutely. 
do you need to be checked every few years? Absolutely. You got to do that for a driver's license, right? You got to renew your driver's license. At some point, they can take away your driver's license too. Because of your physical, mental health. Can't see anymore. Doctor may say, mm, nope, not doing this. You get in too many accidents. They'll suspend your license. You get caught driving drunk. They'll suspend your license. Take the same thing with having a gun. But I also think you need training. You know, I was happy to hear our, our sheriff here in the county they're offering training on safety. I think it's a big thing. I think that's one step of the pie. But I think there needs to be mental and emotional training too. It is a weapon. She, again, if you've never been in that situation, what are you going to do? Are you are you going to know what to do? If somebody pulled a gun on me. I don't know what I would do. I've never been in that situation. I, and again, I hope I never have to face that. And I don't know if I'll be able to think clearly. Think of if you've ever been in a car accident. Or... You've been on black ice and your car's spinning. Are you cool, calm, and collected? Most of you aren't. I'm not. I'm trying to have my instincts take over. But are they always the right instinct? I don't know. But we need to be better. And it's a shame that I have to talk about this. And I'm not trying to make this political at all. I think this is just society in general because I'll tell you what I, I, I'm a Republican 
and Republicans are, you know, typically for the Second Amendment. And I am. And, you know, they're, they're fighting, you know, when all these gun bans. And I'm like, well, maybe some of those gun bans are okay. And I get frowned upon because of that. Well, then you're not really a Republican. Well, yeah, I am. Just because I disagree with something doesn't mean I'm not supportive of what the party typically represents. It's okay. It's okay. I got a brain. I've got common sense too. And this is my thought process. And you and I may differ on that. That's what, that's, hey, that's, that's what makes the world go round. That's how this country was formed. Do you think when they were deciding to break off from England, everybody was on board? No. There was arguments and disagreements. Right in the Declaration of Independence, there was disagreements. And it's okay. But look what those disagreements in the end came out to. And the same thing with the Constitution. It's okay to disagree. I disagree with my wife. There's times she's right. There's times I'm, I'm, I'm right. In the, the day, I still love my wife. And we move forward. It's part of life. But we got to be better. Because at the end of the day, it's not about me. It's about what's best for all of us. But I will always remember December 23rd, 2023. on how close that could have been myself and my daughter. And then not to mention, you know, I know a lot of people in the area that were probably there. And it could have been them. And that's an awful feeling. So the big question I have is, what are we going to do?
I think the first thing we got to do is start talking about it. and having rational conversation. How do you solve the problem and make things better? And to get the end result, there's going to be compromise on it. And that's okay. Because compromise is an okay thing. It doesn't have to be one-sided. You know, your, your parents, when you were growing up, you always can't get what you want. You got to share. You got to take turns. And that's okay. We've got to do this. Well, I want to do this. Okay. Where can we meet in the middle? Let's, let's, let's take a step up. And I think that's the thing that we need to do. Let's take that step up up from where we're at. Because I think this is a critical issue. There are so many issues going on in this country right now, but this is a big one. But violence is, you know, every time I turn around, you just pop on the local news and there was a shooting somewhere. I don't want that for my daughter. I don't want that for your kids. I don't want that for, for me or you know the rest of my family or friends. Or you. I think it's one I think it's one of the reasons you know we're annual pass holders for Disney we go there a lot to kind of get away from what's going on in the world and I'm not saying that we need the world to be Disney because Disney has flaws to be real but feel safe. So I'm going to leave it at that. I, I we, we need to, like I said, we need to come together and we need to solve the problem. Talking about it and not doing anything that will just go on and on forever. And I know I'm talking about it, but I had to get this off my chest because there was close impact. 
because I don't still don't know if anything happened to my daughter what I would do because like I said before she has made me a better person and my greatest achievement and not looking at her because she looks exactly like her mother but she is half of me <laughs> let's be real but I mean she's a splitting image I mean when my daughter can take my wife's cell phone and you know the, the face ID and she can open my wife's cell phone I mean they're identical twins practically but she's my world my family is my world and if anything happened to it I don't know what I would do And then to think about me. I, I don't know. I couldn't bear the fact something happened to me that my kid would not have, my wife would not have me around. That freaks me out. on many levels but I don't want that burden on my kids and it's one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast because this is therapy for me and it's why I, I've been trying to take better care of myself so I'm going to put this challenge out to everybody. What are we going to do to solve the problem? And you may be on one side or the other side. That's okay. But what can we do together to solve the problem? Knowing that we're going to have to come together on this. This is not something that's just going to be, all right, this is the only way we can do it. Mm -mm, not going to work. Not going to work. We got to come together. And for those that you're married, you know what I'm talking about. It's that compromise. Sometimes you just got to do it. And guess what? In the end, it could be good. It should be good. Because we're working together. And if that doesn't work, we come back together again and go, okay, that didn't work. What do we need to do to do this? Okay, so we tried it this way. Let's try it this way. Okay, but let's do it together. So that's, again, my challenge. What are we going to do? I'd love to hear from you. You know, send me a message on, on Facebook or on X. Um, I handle on X as Brett with two T's, Holcomb 
with the number eight. You can send it there. Or if you got my cell phone, call me and say, hey, man. Love to talk to you about this. I got some ideas. Okay. Let's put those ideas together and get them out there. I'm good with that. So anyway, again, thank you so much for listening and um, sending me the messages. Several of you haven't over the past week or so um, about me doing this. People that see me in person said, you know, that's awesome. I'm really happy that you did this. Um, I, I really appreciate that. And if you have any suggestions and I'd love to hear. And again, down the line, we might, you know, I may say, hey, man, like, why don't you come on, the, come on the podcast? Let's talk. Let's just have a conversation. May have you come over to the studio. I'll have to go get another. I'll have to bring the chair in from the kitchen. Maybe I'll have to buy another one. But having that conversation and just, you know, just having a conversation and talking. That's going to do it. Thank you so much. If this if this podcast is doing something for you, let others know. Tell a friend to tell a friend. That's that's the way things grow around this, in this business. You know, it's 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 not a marketing game. It's just getting out there and telling people about it. And as I said, this is this is all coming straight from the heart. This isn't anything I scripted. You know, I jotted a couple notes, but that's it. Like I didn't script any of this, and I'm never going to script it. This, this is going to come straight out of my mouth, into this microphone, into the computer, and up on the World Wide Web. Let's all be better, everybody. I think we can do it. Thanks for sharing some time with me today, and I look forward to talking to you next week. So have a great week, everybody. I'll see you later.